0: Okay, people, 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 it is not only time for a new echo chamber, but because Uh, 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 I'm celebrating another real I house Yeah, I mean, I'm coming. Yo, Still in nigger. part one, we have all oh, oh, like We have got nigger, a house. That's right. three interviews with some fly marked. Right. I'm not black, I'm One, okay. yo, that just came about. Don't one was, I, I was nigga. I mean, we've been talking I'm about real. doing it for a Don't long ass time, and with the third one, I had to bring her in. And she is, yo, she's been a big part of getting this to where it is, right? So it has to be done, yo. But people, as we do, right? going Jum- Jum- to start off with the box of this uh ten for the like weekend million. the 1st to the 3rd of july right. so at That's how I'm number how 10 Jumbo. it's like sean Grant, uh real nigga, and justin the nitro nitro it's starting Celeb, Laundry Jones, Judy Davis, Anthony LaPaglia, Keith right, Taylor, Sean Keenan. Nigga, nigga house, nigga, um, feel, we have everything yeah. everywhere all at once and number nine I know more important Price Price so on the way, money in the people, it, Dan Kwan and one one of kids, all the property in America. super super Start proud of this for sure wrote it, and oh, directed oh, Sorry, Trump, Hill, rich, and directed it Michelle Liu, Jade Hong I can't wait to get yeah. my children. at so number I eight. I'm like, fine, you but got I'm trying to, junior junior I a two to a million dollars for the game. I'm not going my nice release date mm. written by a it. still taking advances, huh? Back me and my i money to I don't pull that money. Okay. Headstein, okay. Barry, like the nigger, one, nigger, Kira, nigger, nigger, Advani, nigger house, Anil, Hapa, Snooty, Singh Manish, Paul, right, so, at number seven, we've like we looked at nigger, this weeks back, nigger, it's good nigger, luck to nigger, you, you know, Brande, right, nigger, right. Nigger, from Sophie Hyde and Katie Brand. Got Emma Thompson, Daryl McCormack, Isabella Lafland, Les Mebb, Lester, Lenny Beer, Karina Lopes, and Charlotte Ware. Uh, Actually, she this in one of the at number six, um, it's the Black Form, right? Um black phone right from scott Dutchinson. right he co-wrote with c robert carl gill and is based on a joe hill short right sorry Eve hawkes jeremy davis james ranson mason Thames, madeline muck right? Which then brings us to our spot. So at number five is Lightyear. So this is from Angus Mm -hmm. McLean. It is written by McLean and Jason Hindley. And we've got a voice cast Chris Evans, Keith Palmer, Dale Souls, Akiti Watiti, Peter Song, Uzu. Adele, OG, James Brolin, I'm not black, Mary mcdonald Lewis, efran Ramez, and Zayon okay. at number four. I'm a nigga, we cut Deleu, go go John, the A with a, right, don't a, corners, with a, with a I I Emily Carmichael, your truck, and we've your Bryce, Harry how Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Laura Dern, uh, Dern uh, Samuel uh, L. Jackson, the Wonder Wise um, back to the um, Isabel Sermon, and Omar Sy. For like two million at number three. That's a, same that same building Guess how I'm feeling. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, dog nigga, dog real, real man, nigga. Man. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, nigga. Oh. It's top that motherfuckers, you know me? So Joseph kills it it's written by Aaron Kruger and Eric Warner. Singer, like, the and we got Tom the Cruise, Jerry, Homer, John, and Marcus Teller, Ed Harris, Sheila, and Louisa Kelly, Manny, Harris, Nito, Tone, Al, 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 of, Raymond Lee, Monica Barn Barrow, uh, Lewis Bowman, Danny Ramirez. Jake Pickering and Jay Ellis. We can also touch on this one. Um, hearing. at number two is Elvis. written by Louis Samuel. And my years, new years, my Tom and Clinton, I like, can't wait to get the No, I'm I'm at mm. mm. number one, it's Minions 2: The Rise of Gloo. The... So, Kate Bandup, Brad, Peebleson, like and nigger, Jonathan, the by written by Matthew Ezel, and Brian Lynch, Steve Carell, Keith Coving, Alan Arkin. Karachi, Pete Henson, Michelle U, uh, Julie Andrews, Russell Brand, John Ford Van Dam, Dolph Logren, Danny Trejo, Lucy Lawless. I didn't even expect to see those motherfuckers on the riser. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> Steve Coogan will Arnett, Michelle Biko back baby. And Johnny mcgaglio Jimmy O Yang. Yeah, this is a crazy movie All right. Well, there digger, you go. That's our top ten films, right? Remember, people, this is a four-parter. But let us get into this week's reviews. Okay people, let's get things popping with a new Netflix joint Centuro. So I was looking for something we didn't have to think, a little action, right? You know, something fun. So people I checked out uh cen- Centaurio? Hmm. I think that's how you pronounce this. It's uh yeah, Centauro C-E-N-T-A-U-R-O. Right? It's a remake of a 2017 film called A Burnout from director Jan Guzlan. Right, this new film. It is directed by Daniel Calapasaro. Um, it is written by um, actually it looks like Guzlan came back to write this one along with Guilmiro Lemans and Simon Mutiero. Uh, it's based on a book from Jeremy Guz okay so it is produced by Gail Nawal uh, executive produced by uh, Laurent Boudounz and Adria Mons it is line produced by uh, Louise Mallet. Cinematography is In Inchesiku. Edited by Antonio Frutos. Uh, casting is Miria Jarez. Uh, production design is Anton Laguna. Um, And the film... It is starring Alex Muna as Rafa. We have got Begona Vargas as Natalia. He's hmm, the mother of his child. Let's say that. Um, his son. Is oh, I think his son is Matteo. I think it's Matteo. Fuck, god damn it. Who's played by Abraham Perez Fernandez? We have Carlos, uh, one of the drug barons who's played by Edgar Vittorino. Um, Carlos. Bardem plays Bureau, another uh, drug cartel person. We have Jairo, played by Sebastian Contesco. Uh, Tico, played by Anderson and Brian Gonzalez Montoya. Cortez, Rafa's friend. Played by Dola Selamuni. Um, Valderrama. Played by Big Louise. Regina Cotaz. Played by Patricia Vico. She's the racing team owner. Um. Alan Morales, played by Ruben Cortez. We have Nelson, played by Guilmere Munez-Torres. Tony, played by Ruben Santiago Cortez. And Comisario Garcia, played by Pedro Casablanca. Okay. Now, the gist of the film, people, is this. Addicted to strong emotions and speed, Rafa struggles to become a professional motorcycle racer until he discovers that his son's mother owes a debt to drug traffickers. To keep his family safe, Rafa decides to put his talent as a runner at the service of the criminal organization. A circuit racer by day, reckless kamikaze by night the rapper is soon forced to make decisions that will change his life forever there you go so i mean people right what you may assume from that synopsis is essentially what we get with this film you know there's car, what bike chases, I suppose you could say car, a car is often chasing the bike, right, so there's that, there's pursuits in the street, there's some guns, all of that kind of thing, you know what I mean, a lot of action. Um, Story-wise, I mean, the story is pretty thin, (laughs) it's pretty thin, and I think you know where this is going, right? I mean, there, there's stuff which could, you know, I feel it could be compelling. But it doesn't really go beyond the surface, right? So, you know, Rafa and Natalia, you know, they obviously, it looks like they dated. But then when the kid was born, he he dusted. Now, we never know why, right? That's the big thing. It's just they don't say why. You know, she hates him at the beginning. But it doesn't really seem to take a lot for those feelings to change, right? Which is a bit like, I mean, (laughs) you, you hate yourself and now suddenly you don't like, that was mad quick, you know, look, you know, feelings can change, for sure, it would have been nice to have, you know, a little nuance with that, you know, I mean, this story unfolding, which would have added more to what's going on, right, so even though, you know, story-wise, this is, you know, by the numbers, right? If you create that emotional connection, right, add that depth to the story, it elevates it. You know what I mean? That's what happens, but we don't we don't get that. right? We then have this subplot where he's being approached by you know a, a major team right being approached by a major team to try out for them after he lost a race so you kind of feel okay why now the the woman's like oh i see something in you fine okay but then throughout this whole process she's like hey step aside i want to talk to you and having these conversations and it's a bit like why would she put all of this effort into him over the other people trying out for the team? Because, you know, if she favours him so much, just give him the gig, you know? Like, they've seen him race, so you either think he can do it or you, you think he can't, right? But you see him race, you know what I mean? So... That whole situation, it's, it's an odd. It's a very odd, and especially how it kind of ends. It's a real odd plot point Do you kind of figure it's just like, do we need this? Is this adding anything to this story? I don't know, right? I don't really know. The whole drug dealer situation, again, you know where it's going. It is, you know, Essentially predictable, and it's kind of surprising that the everyone involved. You know, I mean, they, they're not like okay, we know where this is going. You know, so even if these things happened, right, with Natalia, if she was being like, look, I I knew this could be a you know, I mean, a consequence, but. I look, I put this in place and this to try and fault it, but someone, you know what I mean? Something, right? If Rafa had tried to maybe tape conversation, it was something. You'd be like, okay, but we, we don't get, get that. And we just have people be like, oh, I'm surprised. And it's just like, come on, <laughs> come on, right? You motherfuckers, you would have read books right? You would have a uh, watch films, TV. It's a story that is being told in many formats, right? So when people would be like, oh, I, I had no I had no clue this might happen. You'd just be like, really? Like, really? Like, where did you think this was going to go, right? What did you think would be the, uh, the end goal here? right huh you know it is always a little bit baffling ain't gonna lie right so you you get all of this the whole um situation right the whole courier situation you think well when you know the police are there surely you'd have several bikes right so your person isn't being seen on the same bike constantly right if you're wearing different bike, you know different um levers you have a different bike it's gonna throw people yeah yeah the fault, right just simple fucking things which are never addressed right it's not the fault when it's just like these drug dealers have been doing this shit for a while so you'd think, okay, we've got this in place, we've got planned, we'll, we'll do, yeah, but no one, no one, it's, uh, it's a little crazy, it's a little crazy, you know, says uh, there, there is stuff that doesn't really make any sense if you factor in certain things, you know what I mean, but people, it is an action film, <laughs> you know what I mean, It's, uh, yeah, you get what you expect, right? It's action, adventure, and cry. You know, a a, a thinly veiled plot. But if that's what you're looking for, right? If you enjoy, I would say, the Fast and the Furious films, then this is right up your alley. You know what I mean? It's a similar thing where it's more a about really the chases and the action than the story, you know. So this is definitely made for fast fans. So yeah, people, if you 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 know what I mean, you want a similar story, but on motorbikes, no, you don't have to watch biker boys, <laughs> you can watch Centuro over on Netflix. Next up, people, we got a new shudder joint. It's called On the Third Day. Okay, so we are back to Shudder this week with a um yeah, new creepy ass film, right? <laughs> it's called On the Third Day. It is directed by uh, Daniel De la Vega and is written by Alberto. Do, do, do. Oh, can't see this. What's it say? Alberto um... oh, Fask. Alberto Fasque, yeah, and Gonzalo Ventura. And it's an adaptation from a book, All right? It is produced by La Vega, um, Néstor Sánchez Sotelo, and Ornella Vitone. Music is from Luciano Antieti. Uh, cinematography is Marino Suarez. It's edited by Martin Ve uh, La Vega, and Gulligati. Art is from Jatar. Set decoration is Martin Conti. Costume design, La Polia Vesturio. And our cast. We have got Cecilia Played by Marina Angeleri, her son, Martin, is played by Octavio Belmont. Um, There is Jose, played by Arturo Boren. Um, Voz, played by Federico Ameta. Ophelia, played by Susanna Beltran. Um, Comisiero, played by Sergio Boris. Fernando is played by Diego Simonesi. Um, Herman is played by Lutorio Delgado. Um, And El Antero is played by Matthias Domizzi. Okay, now the gist of this film is, um, while on... Yes, while on a road trip with her son, Cecilia has a car accident. Three days later, she finds herself wandering a lonely road with no sign of a child, and no memory of what happened since the crash. Cecilia's desperate search for her son leads her on a wrenching and tumultuous journey to face off against a religious fanatic who holds the shocking key to it all. Oh. So yeah, this... You know, we, we see a few things at the beginning, right? We see Cecilia and Martin, you know, having a nice little thing, going on this road trip. We see um the vicar, right? The priest. Well, we see an old man. <laughs> you don't get a phone call. And it's just like, you got to do a thing. And he's dealing with, like, big boxes and there's just liquids and stuff and it's all very ominous, right? It all, it all seems very sinister and creepy. So we have all of this. So then there's the road accident, which you do like this, you know, she avoids and does, doesn't want to pick up a woman who's stranded. Ow. I mean, you definitely be a little cautious. But yeah, she just drove on by, drove on by, a little cold. Um, but yeah, this, this accident happens. And the next thing you know, she's in a room only wearing a jacket. Her top has gone for some weird reason. And she then runs out, runs out, wandering the woods until she stumbles upon an old couple who help her. Right? And so you are kind of wondering, what's happening, what's going on, like this old man, he seems like he's definitely a part of it, seems very menacing, so you are very curious, you know, there's a big weird situation with her ex-husband, so th- there's a lot happening, and you're wondering, how does this all play, how does it all come together, so I think, you know, I mean, the way the story folds, it's not bad. It's not bad, right? It, it's very. It's a little sedate. you are not rushing things, but the pace seems fine. Pacing fine. You know, we have got some nice cinematography happening. The one bit, of, the one bit of camera that I, I didn't feel was needed was towards the end when the old man's in the room right, and it's spinning around, like, I, I don't really feel we needed the spinning, you know what I mean, but, yeah, so that happens, and um, it's all, yeah, it's all a little, you know, it's building up, you know there is something, you know there is something big, now, the reveal, right, it's not a bad reveal because it's not what i expected. it's for sure it's not what i expected but the only problem i felt was if that is the case what what's the situation at the start right because yeah shouldn't there be more trouble right the, the, that's that's the only thing it's just like if if we're saying that this is the thing right and it's not bad it's not bad i'm digging it. but there's all of these other interactions where you think oh if that was the case why didn't this happen there and there and there, and there? you know what i mean that's the one thing and it, it just because, yeah, when you get the reveal, it is like, ooh, nice. Then, but then straight away, so it's just like, hold the fuck on. Yeah, and that's the problem, man. You, you don't want that. What? You know what I mean? You'd be like, yes. You want to keep people on that. Yes, that was, that was interesting. That was good. That was good. I didn't see that one coming. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, so there are these crazy plot holes, which is a shame. It is a shame. But it, you know, okay. it's not a bad story, really good makeup, you know what I mean? Because you really do see the fatigue and the despair and everything like that on Cecilia. Right? That's handled real well. The whole losing the top, I don't understand what that was. Look, there was no there was no real need. <laughs> because what my man wanted, he could have got to with, with the top hard. Yeah. You were just like, what? Why did that happen? And also because I had a feeling he didn't even want what's underneath. You feel me? So, yeah, that was an odd one. That, that was very odd. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, the, the plot holes hurt this. But it's still not a bad um, tale, as it were. Very creepy, uh, but not too crazy on that regard. So yeah, you know, if you don't want the crazy frights, be till like a little bit, little bit of edge, then the third day is probably for you, man. Um, it's on Shudder, right? So uh, yeah, it, it, I'd say it's worth a look. I'd say it's worth a look. People, we have a new Indie Sci Fi joint. It is a Rubicon. Okay, so Indie Sci Fi Flick Rubicon. Now it we have gone down this road before, right? But it was like, oh, what can Magdalena Lucic bring to this kind of story, right? She directs and she co-writes with Jessica Lind and Elizabeth Schmid. Uh It is produced by Claus Graf. Lore, Loredana, Ria Hakumf, and Andrea Schmunt, okay, um, music is from Daniel Helmer, Wolf, Maximilian Lyric, Okay, cinematography is Zayas Khan and Andreas Talhammer. It is edited by Anna Hoos and Christopher Luidi. Our production design is Johannes Moik. Art direction is Robert hoisch Costume design is... Is Monica Buttinger um, and our cast? It's a small cast. We have got Julie Franz Richer as Captain Hannah Wagner. We have George Blagden as Gavin Abbott. We have Mark Evina as Dimitri uh, we've got Nicholas Munu as Philippe Jensen. Daniela Kong as Tracy Sato. We have Konstantin Frolov as Daniela Krollo. Yeah, Dimitri's son. Hannah Rang as Kumpf. Uh we got Labicia Gushik as Sergio and Johannes Gerzabek as little Kumpf. Right. Stephanie Cannon is also Esther. Okay, so the gist of this flick, people, it is uh yeah. It's simple, right? The events follow a catastrophe on Earth. The planet is covered in a toxic fog. The crew in a space station Rubicon must decide whether to risk their lives to get home and search for survivors or stay safe in the station's algae symbiosis system. Right, so essentially the the, the space station is using algae to produce oxygen, you know, so as long as there's people on it giving it H2O, right, everything is crazy, so this film, right, it's, uh, you know, it's an indie flick, it's, it's crazy, right, because Indie flicks, right, low-budget films can now look so good. And this looks fantastic, right? Like, just all the visual effects. So, space and the space station, the rockets, you know, the planet views, all of that looks stunning. Straight stunning, people, for real, right? And then on the ship itself, on Rubicon, you know, again, everything looks pretty pretty slick, you know, pretty slick, right? So the story, like, you know, it's one of those ones that's, you know, as I said, look, we've seen it before, right? So we've got um, Gavin and Hannah. We have them arrive at the station, you know, some problems, but, hey, they managed to do it. And then, you know, a mission goes wrong. Everything goes to hell. You know, it's a bit crazy. The, you know, it, it, it kind of takes, doesn't take a while to get going, but it takes a while for, like, the, the real kind of situations to kick in. And in that time, and which is fine, right? In that time, we don't unfortunately really get a real kind of... I feel for the characters, I would say. right. Now there's things we know, we know that surface level stuff, right? But I kind of think for something like this and some of the actions people take, we need more right we need more to really go oh that's why they made that decision there's a lot of time you see and you're just like eh, what right and and here's the thing <laughs> when you're trying to kill yourself there's certain ways that you'd be like that wouldn't be that would and I mean, what we saw not pleasant right not pleasant, so it's a bit like, yo, why wouldn't you (laughs) do one of the many things we know, which would have been a lot easier, right, because also, there's there's characters that don't particularly, you know, give you the sense that, oh, they're all about the hard way, you know what I mean, like, you kind of feel, if there's an easy way of doing something yeah that, that that's them. That's them, you know? so it, it's a little bit, and that's the thing. I think with more um exploration of these characters, I think there's these moments that would have really stuck even more. You feel me? right we We have the obligatory love situation, right? And even in that, which is, it kind of comes out of nowhere, right? Kind of comes out of nowhere. Now, when people have been in close confines for a long period of time, you get it, right? We've seen it. You may have lived it. It's just something we know. We know this happens. Technically, though, they've been there for a month. So it's not a crazy long amount of time, you know? But yeah, you know, when they're in this situation, there's still no quote. Qual- like, you kind of think, why wouldn't you? Surely you'd have had that conversation, right? And there's certain things they just don't talk. They clearly have not spoken about. because You get these reactions and, and things later on. It's just like, okay. Right? That feels a bit odd. Right? How is it you haven't had that? Like, what, what, what are you doing? I mean, I mean, there's things they could be doing, right? But in the afterglow, <laughs> you know what I mean? In the other time. There's there's things that you'd have thought you would talk about. And they clearly do not. I would say there's a nice little twist with the corporation. That was all right. That wasn't bad. I enjoyed that. You know? Acting was solid. Yeah, I the acting was solid. You know? It wasn't terrible. I just think, yeah, with this, it's just some of these issues with the script you know with the way these people act right and you know like people doing things and you're like fine fine but how would I know right because you you don't get a sense of these characters really so it's just like you know when they do these things, you're like, oh yeah, man, yeah, I can see, yeah, why wouldn't they, right? That, whew, yeah, of course. And, and so it's a yeah, it doesn't maybe carry the punch, which it could do, you know what I mean? That I think mean, that's the, uh, that's the big thing here, that's the big thing, yeah. But not a bad flick. I would say, right? If you enjoy the Twilight Zone, you know, I mean, I think I think the outer limits, this would work, you know, because it's not a groundbreaking story, but it's okay. Right? It's okay, it's unoffensive. You know, we get things happen, and you can be like, ooh, it's just, yeah, you're not gonna be like, oh felt for that character like oh really hit me when they did this thing because yet we don't have that emotional connection unfortunately you know but it is now available on all your favorite VODs people so if you're you know in the market for a you know little indie sci-fi flick Like a space station story, you're like an end of the world story, then Rubicon could be the joint for you. And we end part one with a new 20th century Disney joint. It is the princess. I remember reading about the princess, boy, like late last year, right? And, you know, right? You you wonder about these things. How is this going to turn out? Is is it going to be decent? Is it going to be, like, too ridiculous? But I think the end result, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. So it is um, directed by Levan Kate and written by Ben Lustig and Jake Thornton. The film is produced by um, Toby Jaffe, Derek Kolstad, um, that might have been why I heard about it, the John Wick connection. Hmm. Um, Neil H. Muntz, it is executive produced by Guy Riddell, uh, Joey King, it is co-produced by Jake Thornton, Ben Lustig, Austin LaPierre. And a line produced by Valentin Dimitriov. Music is Natalie Holt. Uh, Cinematography is Lorenzo Sanator. It is edited by Alex Fenn. Casting is Elaine Granger and Marina Stanchera. Uh, Production design is Mark Horns, Jane Dundes. Handle set decoration, uh, hair, makeup, all that jazz. Linda Armstrong, Daniela Avaronyovava, Natalie, Natalia Ivanova, Boika Madinova, Malowina Suimishka, Sylvia Tosheva. Vesla Tosheva, and Christina Vladeva, okay, so Alcast. Alcast. well, we have got Joey King as the princess, we have got her sister Violet, played by Caitlin Rose Downing, Oh, I think that's Robert Downey's kid. Hmm. Her dad, the king, is played by Ed Stoppard. His wife, the Queen, is Alex Reed. Um, we have got the the maniacal prince played by Ju- like Julius played by Dominic Cooper. Eh. Will I recognize the mother. I'm looking, I'm thinking, how do I recognize that person? All right, Moira is played by Olga Kalenko. Um, we've got Kai, played by Christopher Kamiasio. Um His daughter Lynn is played by Veronica Nuko. Uh, we've got the young version of the princess played by Algera Dutoit. Um there is a lot of mercenaries uh, their leader is played by Antonio Davidev um, we've got Radislav Parvanova uh, Ludmil Kayova, um, Ivan Vodenenkorov, Mit Koy Angelov, Aspel Tenev, Whew. Vasil Trochev. There's, there's a lot of, um, yeah, it's a lot of mercs. Lot of Eastern European marks. <laughs> like we don't really know where this uh, this kingdom is. It looks like it might be in Europe somewhere, you know. <laughs> Who the fuck knows, man? Who the fuck knows? Well, the gist of the film, people, it is this: a beautiful, strong-willed young royal refuses to wed the cruel psychopath to whom she is betrothed and is kidnapped and locked in a remote tower of her father's castle. With with her scorned, vindictive suitor intent on taking her father's throne, the princess must protect her family and save the kingdom, no matter what the cost. So... Yeah, I I don't think like at the start, I, it doesn't it, like you don't get the impression that everyone knows, you know, Julius is a psychopath, right? I I think the notion of her like from from what you know how it's kind of played, you feel the the notion of not wanting to marry is the fact that I have no say over this. Yeah, you know I mean, where's where's the free will, right? Why do I have to marry this? Why can't I leave the kingdom? That's the thing. And then the psychopath comes out after all of that. You know what I mean? I think that's it. But yeah, you get a feeling no one really knew he was that. You know? And if they did, they're a bunch of dumbasses, for not thinking, hmm, if he gets, you know what I mean, left at the altar... How do you think he's going to react? You know what I mean? There's one thing about saying no behind closed doors where, you know what I mean? He's going to be pissed, but do it in front of people, whoo, going not go crazy. So, yeah, if they knew he was a psychopath, I mean, they brought this shit on themselves, right? It's hard to feel bad for them. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of people died. That that wasn't a good look on his part. But um, yeah, there's a lot of action, right? It, it's kind of like the anti-raid, where they, she's trying to get out of a tower, or in the raid they're going up the tower, right? It's kind of the other way around. Um, but yeah, a lot of action. Uh, and I think the the big thing about this for me. The action was more, um, fuck, I had it, I had it a little while back, it was in my head, I was like, yeah, it was like that, wasn't it? It was Kevin, very true, oh, you shouldn't make that point, I will, um, fuck, uh, like it was the fluidity of body motion, right, it, it wasn't straight brute against straight brute, right, because you're thinking... And a lot of times, you know, when we see that in films, like a, a this little girl standing toe-to-toe to so someone like the mountain, and you're just like, she ain't taking that punch. <laughs> hey, what are we saying here? Yeah? Uh, but this, it, it, it was going with the motion of the body, using um, your opponent's strength against them. It makes a lot of sense, right? And that is how a, a lot of times, Women are trained in self-defense, right? Because, yeah, you ain't going to be, you're going to be weaker. But if someone, you know, overbalances comes at you, you can use their momentum. And that's what we saw here. There was a lot of that. So it made it, you'd be like, yeah, I see that happening. That's that's cool. That's cool. Now, I mean, it gets crazy when it's a six on one. You know, you know what I mean? You'd be like, okay, <laughs> now I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But all the others, yeah, it was, it was kind of fun. Ain't gonna lie, it was kind of fun. I enjoyed this shit. You know. Um you you there was a couple of things in here. She gets wet, like, I think three times. Three times she gets wet. The first time, I'm a bit like, okay, if they're looking for her, wouldn't you just follow the wet footprints? Right? That'd be a big, giveaway. You'd be like, lads, I might be wrong, but none of us are wet. There's wet footprints. Maybe. Maybe, right? So there is that point. But the other big thing was, he dried off super quick. Like, she's all wet, and then we see it, and she's all dry. And you're like, what fabric is that? Because I don't don't believe she's wearing Merino wool, right? (laughs) So someone needs to find out, because you're going to make mad money off of that. Shit that dries that quick, boy, sign me up. I mean, not for the dress, <laughs> just the fabric. You know what I mean? I'll make that into a suit and shit. that would be fire, right? But yeah, so it was that. I mean, there's a few stabbies, right? People getting stabbed. And then that not really like slowing them down properly. And it is, when you see what this chick she goes through, there are bits like, okay, right, as, as far as I'm aware, this is all happening in about a day, so I don't know, if someone gonna be able to fight, <laughs> like, at the end of all of that, that's a lot, you know what I mean, that's a lot, but, you know what I mean, this is the thing, you, you have to, there needs to be a lot of escaping of reality, right, you, you can't look at it and be like, hmm, okay, I don't know, and this is a great thing, because sometimes I can't do that, right, I get thrown out, and I'm just like, yo, that makes no sense to me, man, what's happening, what the hell is happening, but for this one, yo, I was down, I, I, you know what I mean, I was able to be like, yo, I get I, yeah, that don't make too much sense, but it's all good, it's all good, it's one of the funny things, there's a few funny things about this film, right, because, you know, they try to make it a little diverse, right? And that was one of the big things. Julius is mad because, you know, the king has opened up the kingdom. But it's not, it's not like there's a load of peoples, <laughs> you know what I mean, that are different up in the spot. There's like maybe five, and you'd be like, oh, you're pissed about that? <laughs> like, come on, man. You know what I mean? That's nothing. <laughs> and then we have that thing, where um, Lynn and her dad, right, they, they taught the princess, you know, fighting skills from from the Orient, right? But it, it, but you have that bit where, you know, I mean, someone's teaching, the other person's a student, and then eventually they are able to be victorious, right? And it's just a bit like, no. <laughs> like there's just not enough time, not enough time. You know what I mean for someone to be able to then beat the master, right? And look, uh, we've seen it so many times, right? I think when you look at cats like Max, Sarah, you know what I mean, and um, you know, I even um, Eddie Bravo too. You know what I mean, like. They will tell you that you know then when they're rolling really up against someone like John John Jack Machado, right? They're not winning. <laughs> you know, what I mean they're not necessarily winning, but they're not getting tapped out in a second, like when they were white belts, right? They're holding their own a little bit better, but you know, what I mean, when someone has acquired so much knowledge, it's just like yo, know, trying to catch up. That's some craziness. Now, as we see, like Eddie Bravo, right? He beat um was it Rolo? Roller? Roller Gracie? Hoyler Gracie. I think it was Hoyler Gracie. I think he beat Hoyler, which was fucking insane, right? But it is like that was a huge thing. But it's not like he he was, you know, it's not a Eddie Bravo so fucking high level, son. Right? But there's there's levels, and he will tell you there are levels to this shit. The same with Sarah, right? I think mean, Sarah was, um... oh Fuck. I forget the grace Sarah's under. But he was, like, his first, you know, US black belt, right? And, he, he, again, he, like, you know, he did his, like, he straight up did his thing in jiu-jitsu as well as being a UFC champion, right? But it's like you ain't just... It takes years. It takes years. So it's just that kind of thing where, like, th- these films, they, they're like, oh, you yeah, want to represent a people. We want to show this thing. But then be like, all right, they're going to acquire the skills quicker than any of you people, right? Show this white little girl. She's better than you, son. I mean, it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny how they, they do that kind of thing, right? But that side. The princess is far, right? I feel it's the evolution of Xena, right? I hated Zena with some stupidness, right? Also because it was that whole thing of, you know, strength against strength, and you're like, I ain't making no sense. But this, it's like, Boom, trying to show the empowerment and the women can fight and all of that, which again we've seen with the UFC. Women are badasses. Well, everyone knows that, right? I mean the kita back in the day. You feel me? But this one, it it, it it makes it more realistic, right? Makes it more realistic with the fights, the fun action, good camera movement following that action. Yeah. If you, if you like Zing, if you like Buffy, right, them films, them, they, you know, those shows, then, yeah, I think the princess, boom, you're on that. You're going to be on it. You're going to enjoy it. It's fun as fuck. It's fun as fuck, you know? I mean, the king... Who's meant to, like, the one thing, because we see a lot of flashbacks, right? And the kid is meant to be, like, this benevolent, like, wise, real, sincere motherfucker. And then some of the, like, the ignorance, some of the things he's, like, saying in the flashback, you will be like, I don't know if that's the same dude, right? He's coming with a different energy here. (laughs) But, yo, you know, yeah, yeah. It is is some of the craziness in the writing, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. As I said, look, if, if you like, you know, Xena, Buffy, all them kinds of things, then you know, the princess is for sure gonna be for you. All right, it's um Disney Plus. I think it's in the Star brand, you like the Star um tile. Uh, yeah, I think that's where it falls you know what I mean? So yeah, you can find it there. It's a shame they didn't end with the original White Redding, you know? Very fitting song to throw up in there, but yeah, I would have I put in the original, because the original the best, you know what I mean? But yeah, people, the princess. <laughs> Okay, people. So we are trying to a close on part one, part However, you say that. <laughs> so as we do, we're gonna take a little look at what's happening in the world of films, people. All right. So first up, we know that Zoe Kravitz is making her directorial debut. Dude, she's like stepping nigga, behind the nigga, camera, nigga, name, so she's got a film go, coming house, from Lucy Island, still name, um, and it's starring me. her boyfriend, right, Channing Tatum. Which you know, hey, that that can go well, right? Hey, sometimes it might end group uh, people being like, well, why can't be my fucking film? Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see, OG right, Kravats I'm co-writes back, it with okay. E.T. By okay. Um House, and it's Don't produced by me. Kravats, Bruce Cohen, with and Cutting. Tiffany Pearson, right? Play the we, well, play the film is the um, now a Los Angeles cocktail waitress, Frida, who skillfully manoeuvres her way into the inner circle of the and tech mogul Slater King. Joining an intimate gathering on the Island, she soon senses there is more to this island than than meat right, so Tatum, he plays King, Um, Naomi Aki plays Frida, also we've got Christian Slater, Ali Shawshank, I love Ali Shawshank, Gina Davis, Hailey Joel Olsmet, Kyle McLaughlin, right, as well as Simon Rex. Adria, Liz, Arbel, Sierra, Levon, Kim. you want to and, and Chris. You all, mm-hmm. all right. So, ooh, sorry. Um there's a new joint called Mother's Milk, which will be hitting us soon. Right? It is um, directed by Miles Joyce. I it think it's love, t- but I'm trying to give you uh, a million um, dollars Harrison. I my, and my Lewis and the film Swank, Jack and Olivia Cook. And it says the story follows Journalist who, after the murder of her estranged son, forms um and it's formula, forms an unlikely alliance with his pregnant girlfriend to track down the responsible for his death. Together, they confront a world of drugs and corruption in the underbelly of their small city in upstate New York, where they uncover an even darker. Secret. Mm. It could be good, right? It's always a bit of a ridiculous premise of yo, these two people with no experience are able to, like, unfold this craziness, but fuck it, let's see, right, let's see so james gray has a new joint coming called armageddon time right it's due to drop um limitedly on the 28th of october um, and then worldwide on the 11th of november when there's anything dropping you in october it does make me wonder Be like yo we might get a little premiere at the like, like Film festival. festival who knows but we will see the, the, dump see. Dump uh, the film the stars dump dump anthony hopkins jeremy strong and Hathaway. um and it's don't about like a young boy, and, boy and his best friend and how he's I moved to a private school away from his friend opens his eyes and the inherent the unfairness the of the world. I'm play the uh, Taylor Keesh is making his direct debut with a film called Thesis. Right? Um, it follows you three friends in, in Detroit who accidentally interrupted a drug run. Peter Berg is producing the film. Mia Da Costa has a new joint um million. which she is writing building today is and directing right um it's, it's a, a well, they say it's a real a magic, nigga, magic right house, so um yeah there was a, a, a film by henrik Ibsen called heda and uh, yeah, so it's a new interpretation of this, right? So it says the story follows a woman as she navigates a house, house she does not want, a marriage she feels trapped in, and an ex lover who has reappeared really in her life. You want to know what's more important? throwing away money in a Right. okay? Um, so, right? All the property in the man's people, Bobby, Bobby, Pharrell has a new film called Champions, which is a, a remake, a reimagining, of a Spanish Two years film years called Camp Corners, right? That shit uh, so I'm it's due out next year, 24th of March, to be precise, to give you starring with Harrelson, who plays so a minor league basketball, eight, basketball eight, coach, who manages eight, a team of players with intellectual disabilities. Uh, it's also starring Kate, niggas, Caitlin Olsen, uh, Ernie Graham Hudson, T- Cheek, M- Marvin, and Brooke. Uh, we also, also have a one called Barbarian, which big will big big. be dropping on the 9th of September. Um, this one, um, it stars... Bill Skarsgard and Georgina Campbell, right? A young woman who arrives at her Airbnb late at night, only to find that her rental has been mistakenly double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against her better judgment, she decides to stay the night anyway, but soon discovers that there's more to be afraid of. Ooh, okay, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, um yeah, we've got a new thing uh, called Devotion. This one's also changing its release plans. All right. Um, so, yeah, it's been, uh, nigga, know, dog, it been nigga, pushed back. Lightning, nigger I mean, 23rd of real, oh, November. Right? Making it a. Um, I guess like Film Festival Right? So, it's uh Korean war Right? um and it's starring jonathan majors galen how all right uh they're two elite u.s okay. navy fighter pilots during the Korean war well, their heroic sacrifices ultimately would make them the navy's most celebrated wingmen in um yeah in history it's a true story right by JD and God, I mean, let me read that though, right, it's like, towards their sacrifice, you kind of think, oh, the so the they're like dying again, like, hmm, girl, uh, what's going down, uh, I guess, you know, we'll million, see, we'll see, right, down. now, Jumbo. it's been like good, dog, talked about, it's been He'll now, for nigger confirmation, a fourth Captain American nigger, joint is coming, yes, yes, and it is being directed by Julius Ona. Right, so Anthony is nigger, donning nigger, the red, white, nigger, and blue brown shield. Yeah, I mean, he's Captain nigger, nigger, nigger. Nigger. Então, uh, um, so Malcolm Spellman. um have people own all along with my help. Right. So no real details on what storyline. I mean, there's some great stories from the comments, So we will see, Right? We will see. But, boy, I'm looking forward to it, people. Ain't gonna lie. I mean, Matthew's um, a great for Simon Wilson. You know and I mean? We sold your albums You know what I mean? So we will see. But people. You don't have to wait too long. For next uh, on the so tram, and I say, this, this is money part of one of the So there is three in two. Don't want to miss that shit. Trust me. All very different, crazy, interesting. You know what I mean? And if you're an up and coming, you know, director. Remain trying to break uh, scene. So oh, so. You're gonna get something from me. Trust me. All right. So, see you in a bit. You... <laughs>